Hello and welcome to Big Fish Little Pond. My name is Glenn Mant and I'm laughing right off the top for the first time you've ever broken me at the start of the program. I'm starting again. I'm going to try and get through it without laughing. That's the first time in however many episodes. Don't cut that. No, don't cut it. I, I want it to no, stay I just thought in. of something in funny. Fact, Sam Bailey, 77 subscribed via Instagram because he likes the honesty of the show. So we're not cutting that out. I just looked at your face as I started <laughs> I just thought of into funny. the show and had a little bit of a giggle because I know that you're going to be in a problematic mood. I can just tell it. So here we go. Take two. Hello and welcome to Big Fish Little Pond. My name is Glenn Manton and on the other side of the microphone, age journalist... Anthony Colangelo, who's the, walking past? The security guard who let us in just walked past and had a peek into the room. Was he concerned? Yeah. Here at the age facility? Did you... Why don't you get yourself some Just For Men and do something about your beard? I need to. No, I need to trim it. Because you're a young man and you've got grey hairs coming yeah. out of your No, 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 I don't mind the grey hair. You like but the greys? I, I do need to make it shorter. You're going to go for chance. that silver fox look? Um, you don't go for it. It just happens, you, doesn't it? Don't, I think you, well, looks like you're off to a far start towards it. 26 years old, you've got more grey hairs than Almost I 28. Did you hear no, what I, I said? No, I don't know more than you. Did you hear about what I said, Sam Bailey, 77? Mm. So I think what I was laughing at and then what you laughed at was the fact that me asking people to DM you on Instagram has finally worked. It's working. People are coming around to this program. I would keep... I would encourage more people to DM Glenn on Instagram because I know he loves social media. I, I absolutely love it. I love hearing Especially Instagram. People. I love Instagram. I love hearing from our loyal swimmers, mm. part of the big fish little pond pond. In fact, I know she doesn't want to talk too much on the podcast, but we have one of the few people that you're following in the room tonight. Is that right? That's my daughter. Yeah. So Correct. Do you remember her name? Shoshi, you're part of a... Ah, Shoshi, you do remember Shoshi. Part of a, I guess, rare kind of breed. Say hello to everyone, Shoshi. Hi, everyone. Oh, my God. Hear that? The teenage blues. No, I didn't... School holiday blues. Stuck with Dad. Yeah, doing shitty been... things with Dad. And yeah. Come to my podcast, Shoshi. And along she comes and she's having the time of her life. She promised me she'd do a Love Island uh, rendition before the end of this <laughs> podcast. She's going to do it, whether she likes it or not. Doesn't have to do it. She doesn't want to do it. She doesn't have to do it. Talking about on-air talent, mm. Kevin Bartlett, run me through that. Um, Problems in Do paradise. we think this is interesting? I think it's really interesting. Weirdly, I don't think it's that interesting, but... Well, I'll tell you something. Have you done much work with Kevin Bartlett? No. Have you? He's actually very talented. He, he really does know his sport, and he does have a good interview technique and I, I quite enjoy him I don't listen to him as such but every time I've been interviewed by him maybe five or six times I find him to be an interesting guy yeah so I don't think this is interesting but because <laughs> you interrupted what I was saying but but no but a lot of people are reading this story on our website like the the, the story here has 21 comments which is quite a few comments for a sports story so it's something that's for a station that doesn't have that many listeners, SEN, it's struck a nerve for some reason. So basically, he agreed with Hutchie, who's the boss of SEN, that his afternoon's show was going to end on grand final eve. It wouldn't happen for the rest of the year. But then for some reason, KB came out in the Herald Sun yesterday and kind of threw a grenade and said, I haven't enjoyed the new SEN, which has been around for probably a year now. And basically confirm the fact that him and Hutchie don't get along. 
and that meant the show um, <clears throat> was ended. Will not go on. Yeah, was was finished kind of abruptly this week versus on grand final eve. And he's kind of the last link to the old SEN. I think pretty much everybody on SEN now was not an original. Oh, Andy Mars still does afternoons, and he's been there for quite a long time. What sort of market share do you think SEN own? I think they got 4.1 in the <clears throat> last radio rating, and 3W the highest. They have 20 or 15, So maybe. how do they keep existing, and how do they make money? Well, there's, well, there's still quite a few, still a lot. It's 4% of the... Um, 4% of all radio listeners out there is what that represents. Sell a lot of ads. So would everything, they... Everything's like... Almost every word they say is like an ad. So would their market share be based pretty much strictly on their coverage of the football on a weekend? No, I think it's more... No, I think it's kind of even. I don't think they have one standout show. I don't know. I need to check the so figures. Craig Hutchinson joining the dots doesn't seem to have a lot of success with his interaction with the various media people and or programs. Well, what do you mean? Is that fair or unfair? Why? Well, the footy show. Yep. Didn't go That was going well. downhill anyway. You wouldn't tip any of it into his corner? No. SEN on the up or sliding down? Uh, I think it's just stable. Stagnant or stable? Stable. Stable. I wouldn't say stagnant. You ever thought of being a doctor? I can no. see you as a doctor. No. No? Not smart enough. I see you as a heart surgeon. What are some other uh, hutchy things you were going to throw into the mix? Footy Classified Footy is successful. Classified. I think that's the best football show there is. You like that one? Yeah, do you watch it? I try not to. Why? Uh, I like to get into bed earlier than that program. I know it's the last thing you've seen before going to bed is that panel. You're not going to sleep. Really? Oh, it gets me kind of happy seeing that panel. You like it? Yeah, it's funny. Who's your favourite on the panel? Um, I like Matthew Lloyd. You like Lloydie? I used to love it with Grant Thomas. That was great. He's pretty wild, mm. isn't he, Grant Thomas? Mm. He's out there. He's he's off the wall. Could he ever go back to coaching, Grant Thomas? Nope. Could he replace Don Pike? Mm, at Adelaide. Yeah. A lot of people. What's it? I'm trying to come up with a segue. All right? Sam Bailey, 77, liked the honesty of the program. I'm trying to come up with some sort of segue because we're already six minutes deep. Why is, why is Don Pike's job under Well, fire? I've just read prior to coming on air here that Don Pike apparently is in the hot seat again. Really? Who wrote that? I don't know. Some half-assed journalist. I've never heard of that Possibly before. with the age. I don't know. Colangelo could be their last name. You haven't heard anything about no, this? No, Don. That's a surprise. Well... I don't know if it's got something to do with the state of the list, the state of the team. Why the heat has been dialed up on Adelaide there coach you go. Don. Is it an age Pike. article? It's from the West Australian. West Australian. Weird that they'd well, be writing about go. Adelaide. Oh, no, it's Michelangelo Rucci. Okay. It's initially in the advertiser. Well, because they lost quite badly in the um, But is in this the old a journalist just generating a little bit of fire? Um, probably. You think so? They lost by 57 points. In a showdown, that's pretty bad. 57, schmifty seven. What about old mate Ross Lyon? Because he came out, yep. as soon as I see a quote like this from Ross Lyon, where he says that he categorically will be coaching next year, I think, uh-oh, this isn't looking so good. You reckon? Well, uh, it seems to be the uh, the way of the, uh, the world that if you go out and make some sort of outrageous claim or, or even something that you... 
mm. feel you can justify. He says, I can guarantee you I will be around mm. in brackets next season. My performance dictates I'll be around. Fremantle have had a good season, bar for the their loss on the weekend against West Coast by 91 points. Is he a bit stale? Um, probably for yeah, them. They probably need a message. bit of a change, but... The thing that I don't understand, because I have heard a little bit of to and fro behind the scenes about Reece Shaw, people saying he's too young. I, I can't understand that conversation. Mm. Why is he too young? I cannot think of one reason why being of 37 years... So you're about to check that? Is he 37? I believe so. Why that is too young to coach an AFL football team, I have no idea. Well, you have spoken before about the need to have experience... You're talking about recruiters. It's a bit different. It but is different. Wouldn't you like him to have a bit more experience as an assistant? Or No, not necessarily. If he's good enough to do the job, he's good enough to do the job. It's interesting we're having this conversation because I was thinking today the one thing that seems to be lacking in many AFL spaces in terms of the coaching staff, etc., etc., is the ability to genuinely delegate and have trust and faith in the other people in the room. One thing that I've heard filtering out of Carlton is that a lot of people are saying, hey, now we can get back to being ourselves now that Brendan Bolton's no longer there, overseeing every small thing, micromanaging things to the nth degree, mm. we can get back to being ourselves and coaching in mm. our particular way. I do not understand if you've got a coaching panel of five people, why do you want five clones? Wouldn't you be better off having five complementary souls who also have diverse and interesting ways in which they look at the game and or people? Is that not a better way to set up a structure? Well, you don't want to have too many people, do you? Well, of course, you don't want to have too many people, but what I'm saying is whoever you have with you for the ride, whether it's one assistant or ten, wouldn't you want some interesting, diverse thinking and some complementary relationships and and, uh, and thought processes that assist your job? Or are you going to basically tell the, the high-performance uh, athletic manager, no, I'll run this. I'll run this to the doctor. I'll run this to the physio. I think there's a real issue in AFL spaces, let alone sports in general, with coaches micromanaging everything. If you are the coach, one of the great things you need to be able to do is delegate and do it successfully. Have you seen the kind of latest rumour that's been floated about who is going to coach Carlton? Oh, my God. Please tell me. I'll, I'll, do I get a choice of who's going to coach? Can you give me three choices and I'll, I'll nail it? Uh, sure. Paul Ruse will be in there. Yep. Paul Ruse, who else? The other one is Michael Voss. I, I Apparently just, together. Yeah. I, I've got no comment there. That wouldn't excite you? I just don't know that either of those people is the right fit. I mean, from memory, Michael Voss was working with a fairly young group in Brisbane. Am I incorrect in recalling yep. that? No, you're right. Well, it just didn't work out terribly well, did He's it? He's now had a lot, probably in, what, five years as the midfield coach at Port Adelaide, and where he's very, apparently very good. And that's very, very fair. I, I will stand by my previous comment and say that if Paul Ruse and Michael Voss step into the Carlton Football Club with a, a holistic approach where they're looking to have real uh, energy and uh, infectious creativity and thought around the entire team and they're not going to micromanage, they're going to allow people to do their various jobs and they're going to think outside the square because 
God knows that club needs that, let alone most clubs, mm. then they could be successful. If it's all about them, as it, as it would uh, you know, historically be in many cases, not necessarily against those two men, then I think they will fail. Yeah, that goes, that goes for anyone. Absolutely anyone, in absolutely any walk of life. There must be something to it, because Mark Robertson, I think, said it on Monday on TV, and it was a rumour that was going around, <clears throat> sorry, our office on Friday, so... Well, I just think you need to have some faith and trust in the people that you wish to appoint and and the vision that you have as a, an entire club. It's just not your way or the highway. Of course, the head coach, the teacher, the mother or father in terms of a family space has uh, a, a greater degree of, um, I guess, control or ability to steer the ship or pointed in a particular direction. But if, if you can't do it as a group, uh, particularly in a team sport, quite obviously, then you're going to fail. And you reckon, so back to the Poros and Michael Voss mm. <clears throat> question. So Poros is like an over, overseeing coaching director, for want of a better word, and Voss as the coach. Maybe it could work based on the principles that I've put forward. But again, if that relationship's not right, if they haven't thought of how they're going to work together, how they're going to respect one another, respect others. I mean, again, the Carlton Football Club is a, 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 a car that needs complete restoration. And if you're prepared to put in the time and effort, well, then in the long term, you will get back something that's spectacular. But if you are restoring a car, the number one thing, the number one thing is the bodywork. You will not move forward with the mechanicals if the bodywork's not done properly. And anyone listening to this podcast who knows anything about automobiles, which is, of course, why you tuned into this AFL podcast, will know that that is absolute fact. The mechanicals are easily tweaked. The bodywork has to be done right. So those two men, should they or anyone else get involved with the current football club, have to strip that thing right back and go through it from top to bottom with a fine tooth comb. It's possible that they have tuned in because they like their car restoration. You might have, you've got probably a lot of people that follow you because of that. You're a bit of a car man. I absolutely car man. adore cars. Yeah. I, if I could marry a car, I'd probably marry a car. I absolutely love them. What, what would be Do you your... adore cars more than your kids? Absolutely. <laughs> Not. <laughs> in all seriousness, uh, unlimited budget, what car are you buying? Always a red Ferrari. Oh, really? How cliched. It's not. I just think... you were better than that. I just, like, think that a red Ferrari is the best-looking object in the world, wow. pretty much. And I'm not into cars. I don't, you know, I drive a shitty car. You I don't really have a thing do. for cars like, like what Glenn has. But I just think you just look at one. That's like, that is the what definition year? of cool. Any year. I don't care. Oh, no. You can't just... I don't know. You'd have to go to something vintage, surely. Yeah, all right. A vintage one, sure. The Festival of Speed, Goodwood Festival of Speed is currently on. The what? The Goodwood Festival of the Speed. The Goodwood. Where is that? In Goodwood? Over in England. It's an amazing array of cars and characters. It's well worth having a look virtually uh, every night. There's something updated via YouTube worth a look. Nathan Smart, our producer, believe that he's just coming back to us from Coachella, but mm. now he's heading off to Splendour. Mm. If you had to travel to Splendour in any type of car, what would it be? I reckon Glenn will hate this. I will hate it. Already, <laughs> I can tell him I'm going to hate this. It'd be a 
Tesla Model S. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't hate that. No. Oh, okay. Tesla's I wasn't sure how you feel very about that. Very interesting cars. Well, the possible. Or Tesla Roadster, but they're not out. Okay, yet. Nathan, shut up yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> and what about, well, my last shot she's seeing, she's here, a young, vibrant 16 year old girl who I do know does like cars. Got your arms? Hasn't got her L's yet. I can't wait. She's going to learn how to drive a manual, which is fantastic. So many young people these days can't drive a manual. I wish I knew how to drive a manual. You don't know how to drive a manual? No. Are you kidding me? Oh, God. Someone else have to take around the Coles parking lot late at night. Tell me, unlimited budget, 16-year-old girl, the world at her feet. What are you buying? Um, well, like Dad, I like old cars. I would probably get an FC Holden 1995. Holy shit. 1995. They didn't build them in 1995, but I like you thinking that she wants to go for an FC Holden. Yeah, but they weren't. It wasn't from 1995. It was from 1958. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, it was close. It was only, only a few years. Wait, so you know that because... You used to have one. No, we used to have a family car. We used to drive everywhere mm. in a 1958 FC Holden. Got stuck in a lake. Yeah, well. Really? Stuck in the river. Stuck in a lake. No, I got stuck in the little river slash creek in between Sea Home and Williamstown. If oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. I was rushing the kids to school. It was raining a lot. Oh, the creek yeah. was rising and I tried <laughs> to get across in the FC and we didn't make it. So I had to bail out the windows of the car. And, really? Yeah. Kids got to school a little late and a little wet. And the car was done? I had to pull it out of the creek. It was okay. Wait, what do you mean, happen. pull it out of the creek? Well, it had to be pulled out of the creek. Towed out of the creek? Yeah, because it was stuck. It was a case, I remember it clearly, we came up to the creek, and for those people listening who don't know this particular little water crossing, if you go the back way from Williamstown towards Altona via Seahome, there is a, a, well, it's actually where the Williamstown Racecourse used to be. Yeah which is a historically significant space here in Melbourne, where they were going to hold the Melbourne Cup there at one stage. Did they? Absolutely. They were going to. They far lap rough. I know far lap around there. So we tried to go across the creek because we were running late for school, and needless to say, we didn't make it. God. Unbelievable. The things you do. So wait, so the car was fine? The car was fine. We just had to get it pulled out of the creek. Not good. Not good at all. Uh, Collingwood, not good. Oh, you don't want to quickly ask who Nate's excited to see at Splendor? Oh, you want to go into Splendor? For, I'm happy to. I'd rather talk Splendor than Collingwood. <laughs> well, so wait, what, what are you driving or you No, flying? I drove one year and that was awful. Absolutely <laughs> awful. And then I drove, my friend moved to Byron, so I drove up with her the second time and I was like, why am I doing this? So we, I'm flying. You went last year, didn't you? Yeah, I've been the last three years. Six free cool. tickets he accesses. <laughs> That's yeah. cruel, And I just use my points, so the flight's for free as well. It's actually Jeez. been a pretty cheap trip. He knows how to milk it, doesn't <laughs> yeah. he? Bloody oath. Little farmer yeah. smart. No, it's pretty good. So who are you dying to see? Because we've already covered off yeah. to listeners who are not aware of Nathan Smart's uh, recent jaunt to Coachella. <laughs> uh, so he's seen a lot of the acts yeah, that are playing at Splendour. So are you going to see somebody different at Splendour? Yeah, well, Chance the Rapper will be there. I saw him at Beyond the Valley in like 2004. Mm-hmm. Do you know Chance the Rapper? I do. That's so cool. I actually haven't listened to him in a little while, but I really liked him. Uh, who else? There's SZA? Tone, oh, SZA, yeah. She, um, Tones and I, who's Shoshi's a big fan. Australian girl who's really cool. It's such a big lineup. It's just crazy. Same in Polo? Yeah, so I saw them. They were at um, Coachella as well. They were the headliner, which is cool. And yeah. so was Childish Gambino. So two of the headliners have been doubled up. Tony Barnett? Yeah, I haven't seen her. Well, this has just become a very intimate podcast yeah, where like, you two are just... Yeah, I'm just talking. What about the Rubens? 
Uh, okay, I've seen them a few times. They're not my fave. Fair enough. I'll be quite honest. I actually, uh, I met the lead guy and he, we didn't get along that oh. well. Oh, <laughs> and that's the hottest take <laughs> who, who, you've ever had on Big Twist On punk. the record, but... Uh, wow. Well, it's well, recording. Apparently it is uh, on the record. What happened? Uh, it just was a weird exchange. Well, I didn't get a good... It. I wasn't a good vibe. I just didn't get a good vibe off him. And then since then, I've just not not enjoyed... I don't know. What's his name? I can't remember. Oh, there's a biggest. There's a biggest <laughs> story here. You can smell it, can't you? You've got your age. Where, 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 where were you? Had on. Where were you? I was at a function in in Melbourne. I was like a music thing. I can't really remember what it was, but yeah, I was just there, and he was there. He was a bit of a dick. Wow. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Jesus. <laughs> there's a band called Tropical <clears throat> Storm. And we're having one tonight in Melbourne as we record this particular podcast. Is it going to be Age Building? It's going to be raining tonight in the Docklands. It, it could be some serious rain. How's tonight. that? We're talking about the weather. I know it's crazy. It <laughs> I feel like we're just sitting around at a barbecue <laughs> searching for <this laughs> subjects. I tell you what, Sam Bailey, seventy-seven, will be most disappointed in our <clears> ability <throat> to talk through some football. Oh, you want to talk about Collingwood? I do. I want to talk about Collingwood, please. Are they falling apart? Right yes, and they have eyes? been the whole season. Why? Played well against Brisbane, Port Adelaide, and Essendon on Anzac Day. But other than that, they have basically been held together. My voice is going tonight. Sorry. Basically been held together (laughs) by Brody Grundy. If he hadn't played as well as he's played this season, Collingwood would not be third on the ladder and within one game of second. I don't want to basically. fall down a rabbit hole, but is he a chance to win the Brownlow? Uh, can can a Ruckman win the Brownlow in 2009? No. But I possibly possibly he could. I'd love to see someone different win the Brownlow. His performances have been kind of winning the eye-catching standout. What's wrong at Collingwood? The midfield's not working properly. So they need Taylor Adams back because they're lacking a grunt midfielder. Okay. is trying to do it, but he's a bit young. Mm-hmm. Um, so they need Taylor Adams back. They need Langdon and Howe back because Darcy Moore can't intercept all on his own. Mm-hmm. He needs to play on a player. How long till Howe is back? Howe could possibly be back this week or next week. Langdon's a bit further away. The other thing is that forward of centre... Collingwood's ball movement is not daring enough and it's become too slow. And so they're like hesitant to go inside 50 and they've had a lot less inside 50s the past few weeks. So well, that was that seems that's a confidence thing, I reckon. They're not running and overlapping and taking risks. We saw that against the Hawks, didn't we? Yep. Clearly displayed where a number of Hawthorne players did some quite outrageous things. Uh, given the game was in the balance, but that was what was required to break it open. Did you watch the game, did you? I not? did actually watch that. How well did game. your mate play? Jarman Impey, my additional child, is playing incredibly well. Any danger of Collingwood putting someone on him? Well, look, he's he's quite a very uh, quite a difficult person to match up on and is in very, very good form. And let's hope that this podcast does not jinx that. In the last quarter, he got the ball right near the end when I think Hawthorne was still behind, but they were coming at us at Collingwood very hard. And my brother did the classic, who's playing on Jarman everything. That was good. You like that? He's been doing it Was this day. another Colangelo family on the couch? No, no, no. We're at the game. It was myself, my dad, my brother, 
and one of my mates. It's lovely. Your family is the family that sticks together. In the together. MCC. Oh, of course, in the MCC. Now, is there anything to be said for Collingwood's coaching or is it the playing group or is it just No, the players, are, just, the players are lacking. It's fatigue and a lack of confidence. But shouldn't that be coming from the coaching group just to take the game on? What have they got to lose? Yeah, but sometimes players like confidence, don't they? It happens. It certainly does. Ebbs and flows. Uh, state of origin, you were really keen to touch on the state of origin. <laughs> Regret that. I just want to say I'm looking forward to watching it tonight. I don't know any of the players, any of the coaches. We're talking about NRL, of course. NRL, but I'm just keen to get home uh, so I don't have to be here. No jokes. Wow. Keen to get home. Sam Bailey really to, getting his money's to, worth on this podcast. By here I'm in at work. I'm still at work. Right. To, what, to watch it. Would you rather watch State of Origin, Rugby, NBA Basketball, NFL? I'm talking about the Super Bowl, the All-Star Game. What, what's, what's the biggest clash? The, or, for that matter, the World Cup cricket. What, what, what's the cricket? Oh, the, tonight I'll probably... Uh, while I say I'm, sports so while I say I'm excited to watch the State of Origin, I'll probably just end up watching the cricket tonight. No, but the interesting thing is the State of Origin, I think, does very well in terms of NRL because people know... It's a damn serious game. Mm. They're playing for real. Playing for sheep stations. They're playing for sheep stations, whereas the NBA All-Star game is an absolute farce, and it's almost unwatchable, and essentially, and I love basketball, it's in inverted commas, quite trashy. Really? I think it's ordinary. So what what sport really gets you going in terms of their All-Star game? Well, and should the AFL, in fact, bring this back? Uh, Probably can't, can it really? I don't think there are any all-star games that would be that good. That'd all kind of be a bit... Super Bowl? You're not a fan of that? That's not an all-star game. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Marquee game. Oh, so wouldn't marquee game of the NBA be the game seven of the finals? I'm talking about... I'm confused. Oh, my God. Look at Shoshi and just shake your head. Because she's here on work work experience. No, she's not. She's She's here because you've dragged her here. Yeah, that's true. How can you compare... The Super Bowl to the NBA All-Star Game is completely different things. It's, it's, it's completely comparable. No, it's not. What's the, what's the comparison then? The deciding game of the finals would be the comparison. Oh, I, it, don't, it doesn't always go to Game 7, though. Yeah, but just, there's always a deciding game, isn't there? Well, that's how usually you come up with a winner. Okay, so then that's, that's, the, that's the equivalent. Oh, God. This... I've got to be honest, this podcast fatigued me tonight. You've fatigued me right from the outset. As soon as I laughed at the outset, I knew I was going to struggle through this podcast. Give me a quick wrap-up of this week's upcoming games. I'm, I'm prepared to call it for, for No, well, we haven't, had a, we haven't had a short one in a while. Well, so. we haven't. But the thing is, the truth of the matter is, Nathan's just come good, off he goes to Splendour. You've just come in with the, the wrong attitude for the like the 10th podcast in a row. I've got my daughter here, so you're embarrassing me in front of my children. <laughs> <laughs> when, do you go, when do you leave to Splendour? Oh, uh, Wednesday next week. Oh, excuse me, in all seriousness, let's quickly talk about where you're headed next week because we won't get... Oh, we can talk about that on Monday. You want to get a quick pod up? You want to do that? Yeah, we are. Yeah, okay. on I like that. That's, that's commitment to this. Are pod. we? Me, you, Sam Bailey. Let's do it. Okay, Sam. If you're listening... Uh, you can come to... Get on board. To either your house or my house. Ah, oh, we'll do it at the treehouse instead. Because we'll send Nate the audio. Yeah, of course. Run me through this week's game. And get me out. Of this <laughs> oh, I probably podcast. shouldn't do it at the treehouse. Why not? It's just I'm moving out in a couple of weeks. It's just it's on its last legs. <laughs> 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 no, 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 no. You're going to get your bond back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, yeah. That. No, we will. Uh, Before you do that, Shoshi, can you give us a quick impersonation or impression of Love Island UK? Can you just give us your best Love Island UK? Sorry, Shoshi. I really want to hear this. I love listening to this. Go. Give me a little bit of Love Island UK. Go for it. Hello, everybody from Big Fish Little Pond. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'll catch you all out on the swinging chair tonight. <laughs> I loved it. That was That's genuinely that was brilliant. One of the first genuinely funny things well we done, had on the podcast. Well done, Shoshi. That all was right. very good. Run us through. Is that a there's a Geordie accent? No, Love Island, UK. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> I felt like I was there all around the UK. <laughs> well, let's run through this. We we do need to keep a tighter podcast this week. West Coast Collingwood. Oh, I don't know. Collingwood will probably lose <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> no, I don't know. Collingwood. Collingwood are going to just wait. Collingwood are going to debut. Just, wait. just John Noble is going to make his debut. John Noble picked him up in the mid-season draft. Oh, my voice broke. You know again. what's going to happen? Bad. You know what's going to happen? What what is he forward? He's like a mid, I think, but he probably will play forward, okay, yeah. So he, let's, he kicks five goals. I can already see it on the front page of the age. Noble Park. Okay, that'll be huge. Next bat. Uh, Who's up? Sydney Carlton. Ooh, where at? Uh, the SCG. Well, actually, Sydney Carlton, SCG and or otherwise, has always been a, traditionally quite a good game. Uh, I'll go on the record as saying Carlton could win that. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I've, mind you, over the last few weeks, I've had an outstanding return for my comments. Carlton should have beaten Melbourne last week. Yeah, and you still owe me Kitchen Samurai. Yes, it's going to be have to. Have, uh, it's going to yeah. be when I get back from America, yeah, or we can right. do Monday night. Hey, we'll keep saving up. Hawthorne Fremantle. Hawthorne. Essendon North Melbourne. Uh, we, big game. That's actually a, a very big game. I Both these teams now, because of their recent form, could make finals. So this is like a is is the magic door. Uh, return to football premature? I don't is know. He I'm not, I'm, I, he must be. Whew, it's an outstanding recovery, but I'm... He I only played bit, like 18 minutes or I understand, something. but I am a little bit worried about it. It was VFL. Oh, there are a lot of good players playing oh, VFL. No offence to VFL, but I'm just saying. Next up. Gold Coast, Adelaide. Well, here's a question for you. Forget about the result. We know the result. Are the Gold Coast Suns, will they fold? I hope so. You really think they I could really, fold? I just don't care about them. Well, no, let's just talk about this just for a couple of minutes. What on earth happens if they have to fold? They won't fold. They if I won't let them fold. No, I wouldn't have thought so, but they're really struggling. And Stuart Jewell yeah. clearly isn't the man for the job. Well, no, I think it's a bit early to say that. No, nah, he's not. I mean, there are bigger issues than that. That he's dealing with, that if, they're dealing if, with. If the team runs out looking completely disinterested and they're dysfunctional, then you'd have to say the coach needs to have a look in the mirror as to how he goes about coaching and inspiring and, you know, as you said with Collingwood earlier, building confidence within his team. Clearly that is not happening. I think he needs a bit more time. Okay. Geelong St Kilda. Is that a coach on borrowed time? Alan Richardson, yes. Mm. Yep. A thumping here. And that could be all over? Could be all she wrote. Who would they bring in? Who were their uh, assistants? Your mate. My mate. Brett Ratton. Brett Ratton, you think? He probably would be a decent fit for yep. St Kilda, I'd suggest. He's one of their assistants. Uh, Richmond. Uh, Richmond GWS. G- if Richmond win that, GWS are back on their heels in a big way. Uh, yeah, they'll drop. 
they no, they can't drop out of the eight, but they could drop in yeah to kind of like seventh or eighth. So yeah, dropping confidence. Uh, your friends, dogs are playing unbelievable football at the moment. Where are they on the ladder currently? They are twelfth, a game out of the eight. So it really the AFL have got lucky uh, in terms of its its I guess parity. So many teams have an. Well, it's not lucky. It's well, it's, it is it, lucky because well, no, it's manufactured. How do you believe There's it's a manufactured? Football department soft cap spend, so and every club has to spend the same amount on their football department. I think they get otherwise. Lucky you could have you'd have Geelong, West Coast, Collingwood, uh, Port Adelaide, Adelaide, all the richer clubs, Hawthorne, far and away. Above. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I say lucky in the sense that it doesn't have to play out that way. You know, teams could fall off a cliff left, right, and centre. Mm-hmm. Go back to the ladder if you can, please, as we're using technology on this podcast. North Melbourne, do they make the eight? Probably the hottest team well, that's, in the competition. That's why that game this week with Essendon's massive. It really is. It's, a, it, that's, it, it's good for the competition. That's why we need to get the Carlton's and the like back into a, a, a greater space of, of performance. Another big game for the finals is Port versus Brisbane. And what do you say to that one? I don't know. That's a hard one to pick. They both played really well last week. I'm happy to say Brisbane. I think Port because it's in Adelaide. Fair call. 33 minutes and 15 seconds to this point. This will oh. be our shortest podcast in some time. but <laughs> Felt like I, our longest. Yeah, I know. It's just been one of oh, those. It's just hot in this room. It's it making you sleepy. It's really hot. It's, I am quite sleepy. Oh, yes, you, that. It's like making me sleepy. No. No? Are you no. a spooner? Um... Like I said, like I've said on this podcast before, it's been a long time and I, w- <laughs> I don't want to break the drought with you. So let's just move on. What, but why can't you, do you get into a spoon position without someone there? You can spoon your pillow. Do you? Mm. I reckon you'd be the sort of person to have just one manky pillow. No, I've got bed. three pillows. Do you have a favourite? How many do you have? Do you have a favourite? I have the one that I use in my head, yeah. So that'd be my what, what happens with the other two? Do they stay in the bed or do you throw them out? Uh, one I kind of put my arm on, the other one just is kind of like a roaming. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the first time in a while. What about you? I've genuinely laughed on this podcast what about, too. What about Thinking you? about you and your roaming pillow, that's what, really concerned. What about you? Oh, I just have the one manky pillow. You know the one where you take the pillowcase off and you look at it on the other side. It's like, oh yeah. god, how am I using this? You don't double pillowcase it. <laughs> Who double pillowcases? I do. Oh, here we go. This is you and your weird <laughs> fetish around underwear and socks. Oh, and how many like, pairs of underwear am I going to take to America? Oh, I want mate, to talk about that on Monday. You will, you will take at least fifteen pairs. I'm going for ten days. Oh, I'm telling you, you are going to take thirteen pairs for sure. I should take fifteen. You will take thirteen. And you'll take a huge number of socks as well. You will. Mm. No doubt. Now, Shoshi, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here on some sort Apologies. of semi-work experience. Apologies. Uh, experience. Can you just say goodbye to the Big Fish Little Pond audience with another, some sort of... Wait, just before you do that. So, wait, love like, what do you want to do when you leave school? Do you, do you have any idea? Cause that I want to work in police criminology. Oh, shit, yeah. Is he happy with that? That'd be awesome. And she's also going to be a professional MMA fighter. All right. Yep, no doubt. Really? That's dangerous. Oh, she'll kill him. Don't worry about that. <laughs> this is a girl who's had the nickname of Chopper since she was three years old. Jeez. She'll be fine. So, so, look, 
The floor is yours. We've essentially given up on this podcast. <laughs> say goodbye. You can say whatever you want. All 5,000 <laughs> listeners will absolutely relish the chance for you to say goodbye in your best uh, Love Island accent. You say whatever you like. Um, goodbye, darlings. <laughs> <laughs> My dad on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> and message him. You've been listening to Big Fish Little Pond. At like, Glenn subscribe. Manton. And we look forward to seeing you or hearing from you via direct message very soon.